HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by TechServe, New York's original and still the best Apple computer, iPod, and iPhone store and repair shop. For more information, visit TechServe.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. We talk about food. We talk about music with musical dudes. Finger on the pulse, snacky tunes.
Hello and welcome to Snacky Tunes. I am one half your host, Aaron Bresnitz. Greg Bresnitz is gearing up for Coachella, so he will be out today and for the following, I think, two weeks. So you just got me. That was just Toki Monster, the center of the Half Shadows album. They should be in studio later. It is a glorious, beautiful summer day. It is beautiful. It is. It's also the summer. It's uh, 21st, right? Uh, no, yes. well, we haven't even hit spring yet. <laughs> it feels like summer. The s- skin's out in Williamsburg. Absolutely. Um, we have Caroline Rusick here, uh, all the way from Philadelphia, our home state, home yeah, state, the country, state city, the state of Philadelphia, yeah. and she is the uh, food editor at the Philadelphia City Paper. Welcome to Snacky Tunes. Thanks for having me. Does Philadelphia have that same thing that Williamsburg does the second it turns warm? Like oh, people like are flip flops and shorts. Absolutely. Uh, flip flops. Flip flops. It's Ugh. real. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, how about just like skin and shorts? Yeah, skin. There's there's some skin happening uh, today. Uh, and you've lived in both Philadelphia and New York. I have. Where's your? Which place do you like uh, better to summer in? Ooh, this is a tough question. Yeah. I'm going to say last summer in Philly was pretty, pretty incredible. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was, it was real good. Um, so how did you get involved with food? Uh, you started, where you left Philly, you said you were 17? Yeah, yeah. Um, I worked in restaurants forever. and Any notable ones? Um, around here, um, I worked at Brooklyn Star. I mm-hmm. opened that place. Um, I worked at Centrovino Teca with the wonderful Ann Burrell. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, places in uh, California and Baltimore, all over the place. Okay. Yeah. And, I don't know, I started kind of writing on the side, and then writing took off, and no more restaurants. <laughs> Is it just that easy? Yeah, it's super easy. Anybody can do it. What did you start writing about? What What drew you to writing about food? Um, I, I always read a lot about food. I mean, like, if, if I'm going to have to pick one thing, probably Jeffrey Steingarten. Mm-hmm. Like, I would buy Vogue exclusively just to read his stuff. Really? Yes, really. Just tear it out and throw the rest away? Yeah. Okay. Um, And so, uh, what was the first piece that you wrote about in New York that got some uh, notoriety? Um, I'm I'm, I'm not going to say the word notoriety. The first thing that I wrote was a um, a roundup of, like, um, Sunset Park, like, Mexican, like, snack food trucks, because that's where I was living at the time. And what year was this? Um gonna say 2008 okay yeah okay so and so then you went over to serious seats yeah i actually applied just for an internship and ended up getting a column a daily column which was awesome um i did cook the book for like three or four years which is their cookbook column so every week i would feature a different cookbook i would test out six recipes and share my experiences with them I'm sure there are some great ones in there. There's some really good ones, and there's some not really good ones. Okay, so you get a cookbook. Uh huh. All the things have been written, all yep. the photographs have been taken. Yes. And it just doesn't work and it sucks. Uh huh. How often? Not very often. But when it did happen, it was a tough week. Was it, um, was it chefs of notoriety, or was it just these people you've never heard of before trying to push a cookbook through, and they d- didn't know what they were doing? Um, most of like the like notable notable cookbooks have been pretty well tested. Yeah. Um, when you get something like, oh god, what was it? It was like some like ter- terrible like crockpot cookbook or something like that, and you know it's from like like kind of like an 
not very notable person, hasn't been tested, and then it's just kind of a disaster. And oh my god! Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I can only imagine. You know, it just sucks. It's so irresponsible. People spend money on that and then spend money to make your recipes and they just don't turn out yeah i had one um one of the last books that i tested out was um from a really well-known um parisian pastry chef oh uh-huh and if the book is beautiful it's the most beautiful book you've ever seen in your life i i'm pretty sure i went through like 15 sticks of butter and like almost course, cried like th- three or four times because like nothing worked. was it con- a conversion thing um, I, I don't think so. Oh. Everything was in grams. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got the, I had the digital scale. Everything was great. Um, so, like many people in food, or a number of people in food, said, piss off New York, I'm going to Philly. <laughs> um, no. No? No, it's not All about right. that. All right. Because uh, there was a Philadelphia Inquirer article. Yeah. Like last month, that was like, people said. It, Everybody loves to shit on Philly. I, well, no, that was a that was a praising article to so the uh, people yeah, leaving New York. But I mean, I'm sure it was like a left handed compliment, sort of. But like the Philly dot com commenters. Oh, really? Of course. Oh my God, Philly Philadelphians are uh, vocal. As, uh, well, I was going to say we're you know being both from Philadelphia and a Jew. It's like this amazing <laughs> combination of like self loathing. Yeah. But only I can loathe them myself. Yeah. Like no one can if you if you're not from Philadelphia. This is this is spot on. Right. Yep. Um. As I watch my Flyers <laughs> totally piss their season away. But if anyone said anything bad about the Flyers... Yeah. Oh. It's over. Um, so you left New York. Uh, and did you leave New York because you got this job at uh, City no, Paper? No, no. I was actually still at um, Serious Eats when okay. I moved. Um, apparently, you can buy a house in Philadelphia for not very much money. Did you know this? I read about that when the other infamous article about the Sixth Borough came out years ago. Remember that one? <laughs> I do. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was great. Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia will make it when they just stop getting compared to New York. I feel like Philadelphia needs to hire a serious PR firm. Oh, my God. Remember when they switched from City of Brotherly Love to It's Better when you stay over, sleepover? Oh, yes. Cool. Okay. Enough about... Enough about... We could talk about Philly for... Right. So, you move, so, you, so you're still doing Serious Eats. Yeah, I'm still doing Serious Eats. Um, I don't know. This job opened up. I kind of just went for it and got it. Because apparently all these things are really easy. Yeah, you make... Look, knowing food writers, and actually dating a food writer, you make it seem like, hey, just write about food. You got a job. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Just become the food editor. Yeah, it's, like, you, one you of the biggest all it. papers. Cool, whatever. Um, what, how did you get this job? Um, I knew the dude who did this job before me, Drew Laser, who's awesome. Oh, I, yeah. Do you know him? I know of him. You should, you should know him in person. He's great. Okay. Shout out. All right. Um, Drew, what up? <laughs> what up, Drew? He's he's on vacation. Let's get steak. Let's get cheesesteaks. Oh, another another topic. Another hot topic. Yes. So many hot topics. Um, yeah. So I knew him. Um, he said he was leaving. I emailed him. I was like, dude, should I do it? And he was like, yeah, go for it. And so I sent in a resume. Got had an interview. Apparently did okay because I got hired. Oh my god, that makes it seem like, well, we're from Philadelphia, and one person with New York experience applied, and we were just so intimidated. We had, to, come on. No, 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 no. I don't know. No. What sample did you put in? What writing samples did you put in? Um, ooh, I don't even remember. I, probably something about uh, uh, Zach Palacio's cookbook, Palacio. Which is great. I love, I love that. Love it. He looks good these days. 
he's a handsome dude. No, no, he's upstate. He's like yeah. healthy, fit, right? Like doing the whole Living thing. Living life. Yeah. Sweet. And Fatty Q's supposed to reopen soon. The one in Brooklyn. Where is it? Uh, it, it's on South Six oh, or Broadway. I feel, I feel like it opened that's, like right when I left. That's where I would have sent you tonight. Yeah, we're talking recommendations. I would have sent yeah, you yeah. there. Um, well, next time. Next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now you're in for Philly, mm-hmm. and what year was that when you started? Um, I actually started um, a little under a year ago. Okay. Yeah. So one year. One year. In uh, fi- one year in June. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> Come on. Come on. If people listen to the podcast, they're not going to notice. No, of course not. So let's say you've been there for a year. Uh-huh. How has Philly changed in a year? Um, man. So th- there's so many cool things happening. Okay. Like food-wise, that it's just like, it's kind of unbelievable. I feel like it's it might be the best time to be eating and writing in Philly. It's pretty amazing. It, it's like actually amazing. It is actually amazing. Uh, there's so many places and like they're all just really solid. Can you say, we'll get into restaurants later, but mm-hmm. like what food happening is just so cool going on? What event or what thing or? Um, well, if I were to, uh, you know, use this to plug something awesome, there's a Hop Chef that's happening. Do you know about this? Hop Chef? Hop Chef. It's um, like a cooking competition sponsored by Oma Gang. Okay. And, um, the beer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they have... Um, they started last year in Philly. Um, this year, it's six chefs. You have to, you know, cook with one of the Oma Gang beers. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I don't know. It's happening April twenty third. I think. I love how someone from Philadelphia picked the food event that has to do with drinking beer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I wait, mean, wait. Is there, is there something about beer in Philadelphia? Or oh my something? god. What? Well, it's the what I think it is in one of the top beer cities or the top beer city. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. That's one of the most amazing things. That's really grown um do you think it's because of the rent i mean that's what everyone goes to first that it's just it's so cheap and you can open up a restaurant and you have a lot more uh beer wise no 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 no. uh restaurant or anything um, food wise in philadelphia i mean i think you know it, it is a more affordable city people do like to eat people are excited um i don't know it it seems like compared to other places that i live it's philadelphia is an easy food city Easy? Yeah, like, if you open something cool, people will go there. That's cool. Yeah. And, and also, like, I don't feel like it's oversaturated. Do you feel that it's getting close to it? or No. Do you f- no. no. And why is that? Because there's always been, like, a level of just, like, good cheap food. But, you know, like, higher, like, mid, higher and mid-range stuff is kind of just, like, taking off now, I feel like. Yeah. Um... What do you think uh, the best place for cheesesteak is? I, I, I almost didn't ask, but I can't. Oh. I, can't I know. It's so tough. Come on. Um, I've, I've eaten a lot of cheesesteaks. Well, look, I know we're saying, I mean, it's not cheap food, but that's the most notorious cheap food. Actually, the best probably is the roast pork with broccoli rob. Yeah, I, I, like, I like the roast pork. Um, but the right, cheese For cheesesteaks, um, they're, I don't know, John's roast pork. Fantastic. It's awesome. I, I probably have been there more times when they've been closed than when they've been open, but when they're open, the cheesesteaks are great. They, they close at like two. Oh, yeah. Or, or whenever. Whenever. Yeah, like they close like five minutes after I get there, basically. Oh, my God. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. There's also a place in the Northeast. Um, it was called Chinks, but now it is not called Chinks anymore because of, you know, the obvious, obvious reasons. Wow. The, um, that <laughs> place, ha- have you been there? 
No. Um, Only in Philly. Yeah, of course. It's called Shinx. Whatever. It's called Shinx. Um, but it's like this, like totally, like you know, like retro, like untouched, teeny tiny little place. They've got the like mini jukeboxes, and they've like awesome milkshakes, and their cheese sticks are great. Awesome. Yeah. And as this uh, pizza from Roberta's gets brought in, mm-hmm. you were saying that the pizza scene in Philly has risen. Um. That's a pizza pun. It is a pizza pun. It's a piece of a pun. Ooh. Ooh. Um, all right, so... Because the Philly pizza scene, for me... Yeah, I want to hear, hear about your, your thoughts on the Philly pizza uh, scene. Well, I grew up eating ballot pizza, uh-huh. which was like, meh. It was like, it was like a Greek style, yeah. like, you know, like buttery, mm-hmm. olive oil, crusty type right. of thing. Um, sort of like the Boston style type of pizza. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Philly and stumbled upon Lorenzo's and Sons on South Street. Yeah, yeah. Which was reopening soon after that very sad fire. Do you know? Very sad fire. And they sort of lost their way when they opened Lorenzo's and Sons 2. Yeah. But Lorenzo's and Sons. And then I got lost in like the piece of pizza, weird topping. Right. um, Which I thought was so amazing growing up. And now I've gone back and I was like, oh, this is just like terrible. This is just. Or maybe it's just gotten bad. Um, All right. So there. There's uh, two places, Stogie Joe's and Santucci's. Okay. Are you familiar with either of them? I'm not. All right, so this is like square pie style. Um, I'm pretty sure it only exists in Philly. Um, what is it? It's like cheese on the bottom, sauce on the top. Okay. It's like not... That's sort of like deep dish. It's not like deep dish. It's like kind of in between. It's probably like, I don't know, let's say like medium inch, inch and a half. Medium dish? Yeah, it's medium dish. Okay. And um, those two places are amazing. Really? Really, really good. Like, totally, like, like regional pizza nerd style. Um, and, um, but, and not to uh, harp on this cheap issue, uh-huh. uh, cheap food thing, but has the trend of burgers, pizzas, all those sort of fried chicken things mm-hmm. that took over New York, is that happening in Philadelphia? Um, well, there's a Shake Shack. Obviously. I'm not talking... I mean, there's, like, Federal Donuts with the fried chicken. Federal Donuts is great. I know. It's real good. But is that, is that like, the one example just because everyone knows about it, or is it is it um, become spread, or... What I, is that... Well, I mean, Federal Donuts is kind of doing its own thing. Yeah. And they're, like, you know, they're expanding like crazy. I don't feel like there are any other places that are comparable to that. But is, and, is there... Have you seen, like, the comfort food, too? I mean, in Philly... They're, the trend that I'm not, like, the most wild about is, like, this, like, fancy-ish bar food that everybody serves. Gastropop? Ooh, yeah, that word. Uh, I, yeah, uh-huh, it makes me feel like that, kind of. Like, some places do it right, and it's great, but every place does it, and it's really Give me an example of a really bad gastropub. Oh, come on. Come on. I, I'm, I'm, here, I'm here to sell Philadelphia. It's, everything is great. Uh, you don't have to say, we, we Look, we know Philadelphia is great. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia produced us. High fives. Yes. Uh, but come on. No names. Uh, I mean, I've had some bad bar burgers. I've had uh, yeah. some just bad, like, you know, like, uh, there's, like, there's certain places that I've eaten, and I just like I, I would just like them to close because they're not doing anything for the city. Oh my god! All right, well we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk about all the good things in Philadelphia. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about the trends, uh, the good places. We'll mm-hmm. talk about Fork. Yeah, let's which, talk about Fork, which is Eli, fantastic. Shout out.
All right, so enough about the cheap stuff and enough about the bad stuff. Let's talk about the good stuff that Philly has to offer, which is in quite abundance these days. It's very, very true. First off, shout out to Mark Vetri and Brad. Come on, I mean, and all, the, those all, places. The Empire. Yeah, and, 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 and Steve. And Steve. The, yeah, absolutely. And Kong for setting yeah. this up. Thanks, Kong. Um, but they're opening up a pizza place. They are. They are opening up a pizza place right by the barns. Um, Thoughts on the barns and the movement down to Philadelphia. Uh, it's, it's good for the city. Good for the city. Very political. Of course. Always. Well, very political answer. Mm-hmm. Are, do, your review, do your reviews reflect the views of city paper? Of course not. Of course not. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to say anything mean. So favorite restaurant in Philly right now? Who's doing great um, stuff? If I, had, if I had fun when I stayed over in Philly... <laughs> Uh, where would you send me? Where, where would I eat? Do you, right, give uh, me like a, you know, a, like a, a 36 like, hours. Oh. I get in there Friday afternoon uh-huh. through Sunday afternoon. All right. So, I don't know. I'm going to say dinner at Fork, definitely. Love it. Eli Culp, just like knocking it out of the park. Explain the food. Um, I don't know that I can explain the food. He's like, it's... Food, you said you're a food writer. <laughs> Not a very good one. <laughs> Um, I don't know. He's. It's just like it's. It's smart without being, like, too thinky. It's just. I don't know. He. He just like. You do the tasting menu. You don't have to think about anything, mm-hmm. and every single thing that lands on your table is just going to be like something you've never seen before, and something that just like kind of makes you just really happy. Love it. Yeah. Um, where else? Uh, Vernick is another place that is just absolutely amazing. Um, Greg Vernick came down from Boston, opened this place. It's like um, on Walnut Street, and I don't know. He does like a lot of wood fired stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't know. He, like, these guys just know what they're doing. Um, lunch spots, brunch spots, drink spots. Mm, da, 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 da. I like brunch at Amis. Have you done brunch at Amis? I've not. I've only had dinner. Um, do that. Home- What's the brunch? That's Brad Spence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, t- t- homemade pork roll. Okay. Which is great. Okay. Um, a place that just opened up is a Chew Noodle Bar, which is like, I don't want to make the Momofuku reference, but it's kind of like that. Has ramen invaded Philadelphia? Ramen has invaded Philadelphia. Okay. Um, which is good. And there's some good spots. I feel like it's not, like, it's like a lot of different people's ideas about ramen. Well, that's sort of the thing that is yeah. ramen, is that it is this... Postmodern, yeah, sort of uh, do what you will with this yeah. dish type of thing. Yeah, it's fine. It's a bowl of noodles. Some of them are delicious. Some of them are less than delicious. Um, how does uh, a restaurant make the cut for you? Or when you're picking about what to write about, mm-hmm. or what food, like what, what what grabs you? Um, I mean, I just like I I like people who just like keep it interesting and yeah. like you know do like bring new stuff to the city because like you know like living in New York there's just so much of everything but in Philly it's not exactly like that so I feel like you know anybody who just like has some like vaguely new idea I'm just like yeah fucking do that thing wow uh, oh I sound like an asshole that makes the bar sound really low it's not low because you have to do it well well I would assume that but what constitutes a vaguely new idea how I'm, much how much is let me like, rephrase when, that when, how much is Philly Setting the trends or following the trends? I feel like they're, they're trends being set. and Such as? Um, but, 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 like, like Federal Donuts. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, that is like, yeah, do fried chicken and fantastic donuts. That's great. Yeah. No one's doing that. Nobody's anywhere. doing that. And then, like, you know, in that same vein, like, you know, what um, Mike Solo is doing at Zahav, like, who does modern Israeli? Yeah. Nobody. And Citrona Rose. Yeah. Which is a five-minute walk from my house. Oh, my God. That place, that's actually something worth talking about because, Let's do like, high-end... Like glot kosher. Okay, let me set the scene for you. So this is Marion, Pennsylvania. I grew up, lit, like my town. I grew up in Kenwood. It is in this, this the strip of like Jaime's Deli, which yeah. used to be kosher, but isn't. Babis oh. Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they took over. They took over the cookie design place, or um, is that co- place still there? I don't think so. I think that's where it is. Um, and it's all like. Hasi, it's very Jewish. The it's, main line. It's like the most Jewish. The most Jewish. But it's not, maybe it's not like. Well, no, the we most live. Ju- we yeah, live. Yeah. I live in South Brooklyn. That's that's <laughs> that the is, most. That is the most Jewish. Um, but Citron Rose, it's kosher. Uh, it well, yeah, it's like uber. Like, like they got the rabbi on site. They, there is a dude there all of the time. They are closed on you know like, Shabbos. Yeah, um, which is, they, let me just say from a business point of view, amazing because he can. Go to Zahav mm-hmm. on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Well, also the people who work there, best schedule ever, right? Oh my god! You get, you get a little bit of weekend. A little bit of weekend. Yeah. Tips probably aren't as good. That's not a <laughs> Jewish. That's not a Jewish joke. That's a. They're not eating on Friday and Saturday. This is true. Um, so I, yeah, I've been to that place a couple times, and um, I mean, it's like it is such a genius idea because, like, you know, in the main line, like. Where, like, if you're, like, you know, an Orthodox person, where are you going to go out to eat? If you're just sort of any person yeah. in the main line. There are restaurants out there. Uh, that Japanese place uh, right near the Acme. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, oh, The yeah. sushi place. I've eaten there. It's all right. It's, it's okay. good. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. But, I mean, if you want, like, a grown-up fine dining meal, you got to go to the city. Yeah, Until absolutely. Now. Um, I mean, yeah, Citron and Rose is great, like, super... Like creative Eastern European menu, um, their cocktail program is actually kind of amazing. Um, I, re- I read a piece on it because you know the bar obviously has to be kosher, which means that you can't have certain things like sweet vermouth. Sweet vermouth is not kosher. Apparently, there's no kosher sweet vermouth. Like, um, like almost like any amaro is not kosher. How niche is that market? But, dude, um, the cocktails are fantastic. I'm in the uh, kosher sweet vermouth market. Yeah. All right. Million dollar idea. Uh, Maybe I'm going to do it. Million? Yeah. I don't know. Like $7,500 idea. A lot, lot of <laughs> Hasids drinking their martinis going, you know, it's missing something. <laughs> this Manhattan. Ugh. So where do you see Philly going in the next year? I, I mean, like, you know, no place but up. I mean, I don't know, the Peter Serpico place that's opening. I mean, that's going to be amazing, obviously. And it's on South Street, which is super weird. I know. South Street. Is South Street turning? I hope so. It, it used to be cool. It, oh, yeah, of course. When we were going, oh, it was God. fantastic. What do you want to do on Saturday? Hang Mom out on and Dad, South Street, smoke cigarettes, whatever. Oh, right right near the end, that guy, yeah. that's the deli. <laughs> yeah. Right before you got to the uh, landing, get close cigarettes. Yeah, uh-huh. Maybe. It's fine. Yeah. Or, or, or definitely. Or definitely. Get a <laughs> Slice Lorenzo's, smoke a club cigarette. Yeah, 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 just hang out. It's cool. Oh, my God. Do you ever go to the cop shop on 13th I, and Lombard? I was at the cop shop like three days ago. Were you really? Yeah, really. I was visiting a friend. I was like, where can I get a beer? It's 1130 at night. And she was like, cop shop. And I was like, oh, if this is where I bought cigarettes when I was 14, whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Philly lore. Yeah. Uh, well, Caroline, thank you so much. Dude, thank you. You going to hang out with the band? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, the band's going to come in just a second. Uh, where can people read your weekly column? 
or bi-weekly or tri-weekly or um well philadelphia uh, citypaper.net um i have a blog called meal ticket and you can read a lot of my stuff on there because, yeah yeah and you can see how easy it is to become that head food writer. Is that the head food writer? Yes, it's really easy. Do you hang out with Craig? You and Craig ever? Oh yeah, out? we're totally bros. Yeah. No. No. No, not at all. Ah, uh, what a bummer. Yeah, well, you know, there's still time. There's still apparently, time. Apparently, this is really easy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're so you're gunning for Craig. Let's not talk about it. Okay. All right.
another uh, summertime classic. Uh, we have Toki in the studio. I didn't mean to freak everyone out. There was a story going around today about this guy who bought <laughs> ferrets that were passed up as poodles. Um, it's disgusting. I mean, it's it's amazing. Yeah, and then I was mentioning, I think they would notice it's not a dog with, you know, it doesn't really bark. It starts squeaking. A squeaky dog. Yeah, one of those squeaky dogs. Well, Toki, welcome to Snacky Tunes. Thank you. From the other coast, the, the west coast. Yep. All the way from L.A. Uh, welcome to New York. Well, how long have you been in New York? Uh, I got in last night. Yeah, last night. So I've been here for less than 24 hours. How's that jet like? The pizza helping? The beer helping? Um, yeah, I guess so. so I don't know, adjusting. Beer it, always makes everyone adjust. Yeah. Yeah, really really brings out that, uh-huh. uh, that thing. Well, we're lucky that you got to not get winter shocked. Yeah, uh, with this beautiful day. It's really unexpected. So now I'm actually like sweating and I'm prepared for that. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, well, you got the black jeans on. You I got mean, the shades. That's true. I mean, oh, I, I am kind of like I'm being too cool for school. right no, now. No, 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 no. It's totally fine. Oh, okay, then I'll you stay. can bring some L.A. miss into here. I'll, I'll I'm stay. wearing I'm wearing plaid and, and chinos. It's like, you know, yeah, yeah it's, it's Brooklyn. Yeah, anyway. it is true. Um, So Half Shadows, the album. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thank you. Awesome journey. A lot of great guests. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to keep it pretty diverse, and I think um, I just appreciate a lot of different talented vocalists, and they bring out um, a really good side to my music. So, you know, with the different vocals on it, I was able to really, you know, they were really helping me achieve, like, that next level with some of these songs. What's the process? Do you have a wish list? Oh, like, of artists I want to work with? Yeah, and then how do you write a song together? Okay, well... How I've been doing it so far, because, I mean, for example, I have uh, Jesse Boykins the third. He's, you know, he's from here in New York, and uh, we worked via internet. And then uh, with MNDR, we also did that kind of, I mean, pseudo in real life and pseudo also like internet. And um, with Gavin, who's on the record, she and I got in the studio a bit. But That's, What's your favorite? Do you just like being in the same room, throwing ideas down? I think just because I've been such a bedroom producer for a while, I kind of like working by myself. Oh, okay. Not to say I'm antisocial. I like working with other people, too. I'm just uh, getting more used to that now, you know, being in the same space. I've always worked with vocalists, but always, like, via, you know, Dropbox and share links and things like that. Are you eating different meals in the bedroom studio versus the actual studio? Um, I think... Maybe. Wait, what do you mean? Well, you know, when you're grubbing down with somebody else in the studio, are you having like a more communal meal? Yeah. It's like when you're at home, you're like, I'm just going to have this like shame slice of cold pizza. <laughs> I mean, I think at home, if I have guests over and we're in the studio, it's better because then I can actually make them something. Oh, what do you cook? Uh, I mean, I make like Korean food or anything, you know, I'll just, I can even put like like a flatbread pizza just like in the oven really quick. So, I mean, you get to have that option of not having to do takeout. But, you know, when you're in, like, a real studio, it's nice because then you can do that. Like, you guys can go out and eat together or yeah. bring something back. So, you know, they're both pretty positive in the way that you get to interact and share food and stuff like that. What's your Korean specialty? I would say kimchi fried rice. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of a, like, a lot of people will say theirs are good, but I'm rather proud of mine, so. Really? Yeah. What What do you do with yours? Um, I mean, I kind of keep it to how my mom always did it. So, I mean, I'll put in, obviously you have kimchi fried rice is different than other Asian fried rice because it's a little sticky. It's mm-hmm. not as, um, 
separated as using like jasmine rice because we're using the short grain. So, you know, uh, really finely diced uh, kimchi, which you saute. Uh, you need some of the kimchi juice. You need garlic, green onions, regular onions, uh, sesame seeds, a little bit of sesame oil. And I use I use like butter in it, too. Really? Yeah. So that's why it's different. Kimchi fried rice is actually really rich. It's not like loose particles. And then um, I fry my eggs separately and place it on top. Okay. So I don't, I don't actually. It's not like those the... ribbon, like little bits. Of... Yeah, exactly. So then you can break the yolk and mix it all together, and it's almost like kind of saucy. Like a bibimbap. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, everything you're saying, I love. Thank you. Speaking of kimchi, yeah. Let's hear a spicy track. Uh, spicy track. Or whatever, or a flavorful track. I was trying out like a kimchi it, transition. Yeah, but... I was like, all right. I'm like, loose. Maybe it's the daytime beer. Um. Or just play what you want to play. Let's play it. All right. So let's play it from my album. Let's go with my current song right now. So let's go with it featuring MNDR. Awesome. And here we go. Cause I've been here before We're close as family And I won't see you wrong You blame it on yourself And I know how you wallow And when it doesn't go your way You got to follow, follow, follow me, 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 me Cause I've 
Super cool. She's so awesome. <laughs> She's got great style too. Thank you. Yeah. Did you uh, did you and MNDR uh, MNDR trade style tips? Um. No. What I like about her style is that she doesn't really care. Like she doesn't. She does. Or she cares because she's really good at putting herself together. But she doesn't really overthink anything. She just kind of naturally. She looks just doesn't amazing. give a shit about anything or yeah. what she looks. Nah. Yeah. She's she, great. And yeah, her she's, voice. She's got pipes. Yeah, dude. She can sing so well, and she's like. A really good person. She has like a really good person, like not personality. No, she has that too. But she's a a really funny person. She just makes a joke out of everything. She's awesome. Um, so how did you get into this whole music game, the whole scene? Well, I mean, I started producing. Um, well, I started off producing like hip hop, just purely like hip hop beats in LA. So um, I was really inspired by you know like Jay Dilla and. There was actually by a lot of like, you know, non-LA beat styles. You know, I liked those productions a lot, um, though I really did like West Coast stuff. And then, you know, I started that, you know, uh, when I started college and then uh, I linked up with Flying Lotus and. Um, shout out to Warp. Yeah, shout out to Warp. Shout out to Brain Feeder. So that's like uh, our little crew in LA, which is um, Teebs. Uh, Fly Low, Sam I Am, me, Ross G. Just like a small collective, and it's growing now. Um, they have their artist Lapalux, who's on Ninja Tune, who's really dope, uh, English kid. And, um, you know, from, from Brain Feeder, now I have this next release on Ultra. So we're all kind of a family. So it's, it was a nice kind of transition, just making music on, on the low and trying something different for this one. Um. And what what would you like to say on this one? Like, why you know how are you growing this one from the last one? What's the organic progression? I mean, with this one versus the last album I released or the last release I had, I mean, it's just more mature. I mean, every album I put out, I want it to be more advanced than the previous one. I don't want to be the kind of artist that makes the same stuff every album, and you're just like, wow, this sounds like their first one, or their like this fifth album sounds like all the previous ones i want everything to sound different so with this one obviously it's 
has more techniques in it, new things that I was into at the time that I made it. And even now, like, to me, the album is is behind me and I'm already on to the next stuff, you know, the new things that I've learned about and the new tr- uh, tricks I want to try. And I think with this album, it just represents, you know, that next step in my progression as a musician. And since you're in such control of your music, are you taking your old songs and reworking them for your live show? Yeah, um, I definitely do that. I do that with all my music. So I like the concept of kind of mm, remixing on the fly, sort of yeah. orchestrating it. So having all the different parts of uh, these songs and possibly taking two songs and mixing them together into just one one epic, like weird montage of uh, sounds. And um, I like to keep everything, like the whole set, I, essentially I want it to almost sound like one one song that's gone through a whole bunch of different movements. Awesome. So you're out on the road now. Yep. Kind of. Kind of? Yes, I am. I guess I am. You're on the road. Yeah, I am. You're away from home. Yeah, that's true. Uh, What what shows you got coming out? What are you excited about? Um, Tomorrow, I'm really excited about my uh, New York album release party. So that's at the uh, Music Hall of Williamsburg. And I mean, it's... I'm I'm celebrating my album in three different cities, and that's L.A., New York, and San Francisco, which are, you know, cities that are, are really dear to me. And so um, the only one has already passed. That was on Friday, and tomorrow will be the one in uh, in New York. And I'm really excited to be able to celebrate here with my friends here, and um, you know, the guests that I have playing as well. And secrets? No, well, a couple of them are secrets, but there is Susie Analog, who's a great producer uh, singer out of. Uh, uh, Philadelphia, we did a project together, and there's Nick Hook, who is a really dear friend of mine. H- Hooky man, love <laughs> Nick. Yeah, Nick is like everyone's best friend. Oh my god, yeah. you're gonna go Sasco's tonight? See him behind the sake bar? Oh, dude, I haven't seen. I gotta, I gotta do that. I'm gonna go see him. If you got a show tomorrow, it's playing a uh, little sake roulette right there. That is true. Him. But it's such a good time. Yeah, it's. I think it might be worth it. It could be worth it on a night like this with this beautiful weather. I a couple of sake yeah. and a couple of beers. That's true. It, it'll be worth it. So, yeah. uh, so Nick Hook and who's super awesome and uh, Branches who did a remix for me uh, for the track I did with Cool Keith. Oh yeah. Who may or may not also be what? Maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. You, actually, yeah. You never know. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. I. Yeah. You. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um. That's great. Music Hall is such an awesome venue. How was yeah. the San Francisco show? Uh, that one's the day after, so that'll be on Wednesday. And uh, that oh, was so flying jet yeah. set, you know, G five, G six. Uh, I wish, but you know, I'm just like you Coach know, I'm, Delta. I'm just like, oh see, no, I'm, I'm like United Economy Plus. But no. really, oh, I'm a, yeah. oh, all right. Well, I'll see, I'll just see you in the <laughs> airport then. I'll be flexing. Yeah, yeah. Are you a middle row or aisle? Or uh, I'm a. I'm a window when it's a longer flight over three hours. If it's less than three, then I like to be in the aisles. Then I can leave faster. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And so then when you're back uh, back in the West Coast, you go right back into the bedroom, right back into the studio? Um, for a little bit. Then I'm off on, um, you know, like just festival tours or like festival circuits, uh, touring in Europe in June and Australia in july and asia in august or something i can't remember but i'm going places eventually it sounds like you're going places are yeah. there any cities in europe that you're looking forward to going to and eating and hanging out during the culture yes actually lisbon so i've never actually been there before so Ooh. i'm looking forward to going to portugal that'll be pretty dope and you know uh a lot of the other major cities in europe i've hit before but lisbon has one been one that i haven't pack a bathing suit 
Those European beaches are going to be a blast. I know. They're going to just. I don't know, but I imagine if I go, there's just going to be a lot of speedos. Europeans like their speedos. They like their speedos yeah. when they're wearing anything at all. Oh, that's true. You know that's what true. I mean? I might have to check out one of those beaches. At some I, point. They're very democratic. You get a, you, you get a good cross section of of the populace. Mm-hmm. Those beaches, it's they're much more comfortable with their bodies. How about that? Yeah, that's true, and I I think I envy that. Maybe I might check it out just to envy. A little refreshing from uh, the Brooklyn LA scene when people are just like. Hey, this is this is what I got. Yeah, this is what I got. That's true. They uh, let it all hang out. I I envy that. That's admirable. They do well. Uh, I know we got enough time for one more song, but before we go, I wanted to get all the nuts and bolts of where people can find you online, all the tour information, all that good stuff. So, I mean, Twitter handle is at Tokimonsta. Facebook is facebook.com slash Tokimonsta. Instagram is Tokimonsta. Um, you want to spell that just once? Just uh, so. Tokimonsta. T O K I. M O N S T A and um and if people want to get your uh, kimchi fried rice recipe I'll post that on my Tumblr so that's Tokyo Monster Music and then if you want to have any of my tour information it's uh com. Awesome and the album where can they get the album Um I think it's available digitally at all retailers it'll be available tomorrow so today's just a preview day and that's on noisy.com Good old noisy Yep noisy You and the yeah yeah streaming those albums yeah, dude. That's a uh, that's good company to be in. It's like, Karen. No, she's half Korean. I think that's what I heard. I don't know. Uh, we uh, won't say that for fact, but that's I what won't I heard. say that for fact. Yeah, we are, we were already talking about this Philadelphia cheesesteak restaurant that got renamed because of their extremely racist Asian name they had for years. Whoa. Yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, Philly. Oh, Philly. Yeah. Do you like Philly? Um. Yes. But I did. Hear oh no, that's correct. Yeah, that is that is actually the right answer. Yes, it's yes with a question mark at the end. Yeah, that's, that that's is the right answer. Good. Come I'm on, Caroline. You know that's true. Yes, yes, exclamation point. Uh, all right. Well, what are you gonna take us out with today? Um, let's do another track. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna end on a very vibey one with Ooh. my. Uh, New York native friend Jesse Boykins the third. So All right. this song is called Moonrise. Okay. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.
Thank you.